watching, you know, CNN, always paying attention. But the fact that you could sit on something that arguably is a a national, even, you know, global media source that there are some people who put weight into. Sometimes. Into it. Okay. And you're going to turn around. Every now and then. And. <laughs> Life got it. That's all I need. No, I did too. I know. But you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna turn around and 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 sit there and tell everybody mm-hmm. that doesn't agree with you that you're they're just they're just racist, racist yep people racist bigoted homophobic. forget the fact that they are living in you know in a material it, world no yeah they're living every day in this world that they that people like Van Jones have tried to create mm-hmm. They're dealing with the consequences of the, the, the lies, the bad policies, the stupidities, all of that. That's what they're living every day. And they say enough is enough. And so the fact that people like Van Jones who live in their ivory towers, who don't ever have to actually deal in any way with anything that they've passed on or tried pushing or what have you. Mm-hmm. No, none of that is. That's not an issue. You're just racist. Yes, we're absolutely right because right. it looks great on paper. Right. That so uh we are now living in the world of Trump 16 COVID plus variant plus uh Delta plus where we are now Trump Trump 16 Delta plus. That's that's where we're living. It's so stupid. It's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's not just Van Jones though. It's it's liberals everywhere. <laughs> liberals everywhere are pissed. They are all angry. Yeah, Democrat Party of Virginia sustained significant losses on election day, and many on the left singled out white women as the blameworthy culprit for the bad fortune. Oh. Yeah. While many in the media blame racism and white supremacy in general, even though the lieutenant governor is... Uh, a black lady? A black lady, like a very black lady. Yeah. And an awesome pro-gun black lady, too. Heck, yeah. Like, really cool person, it seems. Yeah. Anyway, while many of the media blame the racism and the white supremacies in general, others point to a large swing in support for from white women mm-hmm. who voted for President Joe Biden in 2020, but voted for the Republican candidate in 2021's gubernatorial election. According to the NBC exit poll, White women who graduated from college voted for the former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe over Republican Glenn Youngkin in a greater... By the way, how do they know that they're college-educated in an exit poll? Well, it's probably asked. Well, what is your education level? I mean, it's probably on there. I mean, I don't know. Not everybody answers that, honestly, because nobody wants to give their information out. Well, but and well, let's be honest. At, at this day and age, with the way colleges, and everything's already everything there, is yeah. in college. I know, it's so everybody's gone to college, right? So, well, it says that they, the college white woman, hmm. voted for Terry McAuliffe over Glenn Youngkin, right? But white women without a college degree went from a twelve percent margin in favor, uh, in favor of Trump in twenty twenty. To an astounding 50% margin in favor for Yunkin over the McAuliffe's. Not the Yunkin. The, yeah, the Yunkin. Wow. Yeah. Uh, which I will say, mm-hmm. given the numbers, like uh, like Loudoun County, by the way. Yeah. Loudoun County. If, if it was, if I remember correctly, 
Trump lost Loudoun County with like, he only had like 15% of the vote. Yeah. Or no, 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 sorry. No, no. There was a 30, 30 point swing. Basically when he lost, there was a 30 point swing between him and Joe. Okay. Okay. When Youngkin lost that County, there was only a 10 point swing Hmm. between him and McAuliffe. Wow. So that's actually a lot. That's a huge difference. That's steady. Actually, that's a lot. That is a huge difference in like Loudoun County. And the same thing happened in the, the Richmond area. And uh, uh, what was he? Uh, geez, there's like 50 of them. Anyway, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. But there's only 10 or 15 counties that in any point or time voted for Democrat. Oh. Yeah. The, the, like Enrico and all the, the Remembering the uh, the or, map from last night, yeah, there was there was very little blue, very very little blue, um, and out of the blue, get it? Yeah, I got it. Thank you. Um, out of the blue, it was uh, the margins were so tight that it didn't make a difference that that uh, McAuliffe won them. It's great. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, if again, if these two people, if the governor and lieutenant governor are even remotely close to the people that they claim to be, mm-hmm. Virginia is going to get a very big shakeup. Yeah. Because I just, I don't know. I've, I got a little excited. I thought it was nice. It's a great thing. It's like, uh, yay. It's, it's a good sign. Yeah. Put it that way. It's a good sign. If this is the sign of what's to come in the uh in the midterm elections, because these were all like special elections. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm 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 excited to see what the midterm does. So I really the midterm do. next year is gonna be nice. Like it, it's gonna be something that's actually gonna hit. <laughs> Nights you say knee over on Twitter say that we need to uh tweet McAuliffe like uh Hey, where are the white women at? It's funny that you say that because there's, a, like I said, there's a bunch of liberals that are that are protesting or not really protesting, but they're espousing and excoriating people uh, on the tweeters and the social medias and all the rest of it. Like this person, uh, Bishop Talbert Swan. <laughs> bishop Talbert Swan. Yes. Is he an actual bishop or is that his name? I don't know. Oh, well. Who said white women did their duty and supported white supremacy. Okay. Also adding in there that black voters didn't work hard enough to save democracy and keep Dems in power. Critical race theory, American history is the white racist rally cry. Wait a minute. (laughs) Which is it? Is it critical race theory is the white racist rally cry or is it American history? But because one's in parentheses, I don't understand. It means that they're not the same thing. Well, it's critical race theory's version of American history. Is the white rally cry is what he's trying to say. Yeah. And critical race theory is how is what they're trying to push now, which is all white people are evil and horrible and blacks are great. Right. And that's not what actually is being argued to be taught. So I'm confused again, sir. Which one is it? Good question. Uh, Rosanna Arquette. That's Patricia and David Arquette's younger sister. Is it really? I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's an Arquette. It's an Arquette. I'm going to go on a limb We're going to say, say they're related. It's, it or could be. Why? Anyway, said 50% of white women voted in Virginia 
to elect someone who was who will put their lives in the toilet. I'm 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 just curious. I have to pause you there. Why are you talking with that? Because I can. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I can. They're all upset. And it, angry. No, no, and it's fine. Just are you trying to uh, say something? I'm about, trying to. Uh, are you trying to imply something, sir? Yeah. Well, my implication is you, you're trying to sound rather hood, but no, I'm not. At the same time, you're not because I'm not, and I can't. It, it, but it sounds like you are. No, I'm not. I'm not trying that. But it sounds like I'm you just are. reading it the way that it comes across in my head. No, no. Just, is that okay? No, it's fine. Did we get just here. So we're clear. I just all it is mm. making sure. Sarah Blavik. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, tweeted, uh, she's a disability organizer and she tweeted this. Well, wait, wait, you're a, a disability organizer? Yeah, so disability what? organizer. Yeah. If they're disabled, how do you organize them? Wheel them over. Just, I don't understand. <laughs> she's a dis- it doesn't make sense. I know. She says, digging in further to exact how much fellow white women in Virginia chose racism over Things like their own bodily autonomy. Right, I, again, you keep accusing people of racism. But then you also threw in my body, my choice. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You can't sit here and accuse people of racism because they don't agree with you. That's not racism. Again, these people... And by the way... And and we can all say this, by the way. All of us looking from the outside, unless you live in Virginia, you don't know what it's like to live in Virginia. Right. Okay? We can hear about it. We can kind of sympathize, empathize, and kind of guess about it, but we Mm -hmm. don't know the exact feeling of what it's like to live there. Obviously, the people of Virginia said enough is enough. We want to see change. We want to see real things happen. And it's just, you can't keep calling people racist because what happens is just like when you call people rape, you know, holler rape when it doesn't right. need to, yeah. all this other stuff, you you destroy those who actually are subject to said incident. Right. You you kill the word and make it, it worthless. It no, Yeah. No longer has the power that it needs to have. You right. say, oh, it's right. rape. And then the first thing you do is roll your eyes. Well, then you start calling everybody racist. Then what's going to happen? You start rolling your eyes. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Racist. Everybody's oh, racist. Yeah, whatever. Everything's then racist. Then when racism does rear its ugly head, you're not going to pay attention because it you literally become the boy who cried wolf. <laughs> Why are you laughing? The nights are saying me. Tanya Harding was a disabilities organizer. Not an organizer. She, she organized to cause disability. Well, no, but she caused it. I don't want to say she, she or- organized. A, she organized multiple people to come together. She organized a, well, it wasn't multiple. It was one. To come to, multiple people came together to make a disabled person. Oh, if that's what the, uh, disabled, uh, disability organizer means, then yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm, she definitely did that. I'm right on board with that. Right there, yes. <laughs> God almighty. Uh, Lindy, uh, Lindy Lee, Lindy Lee, Lindy Lee. Okay. Sure. Uh, activist. Says, said white women who swung the election for Youngkin chose racism over their own reproductive rights. And we wonder why women's rights are slipping away. What rights? 
See, this is the thing. I would love to sit down with Which these rights people. are you talking about? That, I would love to sit down with these people, like like Van Jones and other people. It, it define to me, explain to me, what is Trumpism? What rights are, are women losing? And don't sit here and do the same stereotypical, like, you know, the same, not even stereotypical, the same, you know, jargon, the vomiting of the, the talking heads that everybody does. Hey, when women aren't paid as much, There's, they, they, they don't That's have the right to it. false. All up. of this stuff. Like, I don't, don't give me that. Give me proof. Which I can give you tell proof me that things, you're wrong. Tell me things that a woman can't do that a man can. Name one, one thing. I mean, I can't. Asides from giving birth. That, that, that being the difference. Name one thing that a woman can't do that a man can. And if you say pee standing up, they have stuff for that. <laughs> I know they do. <laughs> some, some have talent. <laughs> Some of them also do have talent. I was talking about they have, I've seen, you know, you can buy like if you're, you know, a truck driver or stuff, I've seen it. It's like a funnel. I've seen it. That's hilarious. It's like a saddle funnel thing. A funnel saddle. Yeah. You just sit on it and go. No, you don't sit on it. It just cups everything. Oh, and has that's like just, a, that's wrong. It's like an external urethra. It's so wrong. I, you have no idea. It's just so wrong. Because I could see some lady walking out from behind a tree after that, just kind of swinging the sucker. <laughs> Is this what it's like, guys? Is this what it's like? Kind of. No, not, not quite. Not quite, pumpkin. Not, no. Nice to say, need to change a tire? No, they got, there are women who can change a tire. Yes, there are also women who can do many, many, uh, any manual thing women can do. Any educational thing women can do. Yeah. If we're talking about in our society today, there are more things that a man cannot do or yeah. is frowned upon doing than a woman. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you if you truly take the time and list it, you don't just, oh, well, the news said this or I read this here. Let's go down the list of things that a man is allowed to do that a woman is not allowed to do. And we can go and you allowed. I, I don't. I don't know. There's nothing there. Well, no, no. I'm, there's the arguably the woman has more rights than the guy does. Uh, it's not arguable. That's that's truth now. No, I know, but I'm saying it. That is truth. There's no longer. It's not equality. There's no feminist equality. No, there it hasn't is. Been it that is. In a long time. They have to be more equal. They can't be. Everybody's they, equal, but women should be more equal. That's that's about as as ignorant to me as a hate crime. Because mm-hmm. if I kill you, it doesn't matter what color your skin is; you're dead. Yep. Murder should be the point, and that's and that's it's the same kind of thing. You as, did the mitre. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing as calling people racist. Now you've we've moved on to Trumpism. We murder or racism isn't good enough now. Now we have to call it Trumpism. Right. You're a Trumper. You're all this because mm-hmm. like suddenly that that makes it worse. Yeah. Because apparently being racist and and a Trumper or Trumpism or whatever aren't necessarily exclusive anymore. Kind of. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like uh, basically if you're a, it's it's like they're saying they're saying that uh, let's go Brandon is now a Nazi chant. I've heard that. Have you heard that? Yeah. That's that's akin to a Nazi chant. Well, they're gonna love me. 
I just, I, I don't, I, I don't ever put bumper stickers on there, but I'm, I'm going to have at some point, I want a let's go Brandon shirt. I want to get stickers. I want the whole thing. I don't. The whole shebang? Because uh, as a whole, it's funny. Oh, it's hilarious. Just the situation that happened. Yeah. Forget the, the f- media trying to do the spin. We're trying to <laughs> cover it up. That, that, that is the thing. The one thing, the media spin on it is what is so funny. Well, I'm talking about even how it got started. Yeah, that's what I mean. The, the media the spin. The moment that it happened. Yeah. She tried to spin it. And it was funny because it was whether she, I read it somewhere. It was whether, because they were explaining it, it she, they said whether she willingly didn't hear or chose to cover up. I'm like, isn't that the same thing? If you saw her face <coughs> when they were <coughs> yelling and screaming out. Uh, F. Joe Biden. Right. <laughs> Uh, no, it is. It was definitely a willing <laughs> and planned thing in her head. Oh, of course. It was like, oh, crap, I've got to get this fixed. I'm going to get in trouble. Listen to those people chant. They're saying, let's go, Brandon. This yeah. is, but this is, they're all behind All you. of this is comes from the fact that we don't sit and stand and, and talk. Well, and yeah, talk. We don't, there's no following the common line anymore. Nope. It's all about having to, uh, 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 losing my train of thought right before it's too late. That's how it goes. <laughs> it, it, we Echo let people, chamber, we, bubbles, they're no, all over. We let people have what they want. There's no consequences. Jeremy Leahy is on Mojo Five O Radio. William Shatner, Captain Kirk, has gone into space, and Superman, the uh, the the best well known superhero of all time, is now officially bisexual. Listen, learn, and laugh. The Adventures of Superman. He can leap San Francisco on a single bound. He can bend a bathhouse with just one finger. Superman, we need you. There's an airplane that's lost both engines. It's heading straight for the ground. Oh, you can't be serious. I'm so busy right now. I'm making my strawberry Cosmo. Oh, ouch, I just broke a nail. Standing ground with Jeremy Leahy, Wednesdays at noon and Saturday nights at 10 Eastern. Do you have to talk like that? No, I don't, but it's, it's I just gotta be me. Right here on Mojo Five O Radio. G'day, mates. Tech Roo here on location in Australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hare. Most think you would find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply Survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey! There's a wild hair now! Ain't he a beaut? What's up, Doc? Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com.
This is Defenders Live. And so, just just so we all know, we had, uh, you know, let's go Brandon is a Nazi chant. So I, I just wanted to, you know, remind you all what we what we had to deal with for four years. Robert that. De Niro. Robert De Niro. At the Tony Awards. I'm going to say one thing. Fuck Trump. That was it. See, I, I, it's that, that was it. Well, but and, and let's go into the other ones. If we're gonna drag that little pony out, <laughs> what, what what about the whole uh, uh, Kathy Griffin thing? Standing there with pictures of her holding a decapitated head in, yeah, in, right, in effigy right, right, of, right. of effigies of Trump, Trump dead, decapitated, or whatever else. Uh, was it was it Snoop Dogg that did a song that had someone who looked like him in the video that yeah, he got shot? Killed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's go, Brandon. No, that's 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 the bad thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's go, Brandon. Is the bad thing. It's funny to me. Situations like this. Apparently, are the only situations to where people like uh, that that really smart guy on the Daily Wire. You know that one guy. That one guy. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. That he, he he does the violins. Andrew Clavin. No, not not Clavin. No, 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 no. He definitely does not do the violins. How do you know? Just because you've never seen him doesn't mean he doesn't do it. No, he specifically is a writer. Doesn't mean he doesn't dabble. He does not do the violins. Doesn't, you don't know that. You don't know. You don't know. <sighs> but no, not him. You're thinking of uh, the Michael Knowles. Now, that's the... No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a closer fit, but no. No. That's not it uh, No, no. Um, uh, yeah, uh, no the, the, uh, oh, Shapiro. Is it Shapiro? It's Shapiro. Okay. Yeah. When stuff like this is enough to get Ben Shapiro pissed off, that's that's what's... So much so that he will actually on air live... Drop the F-bomb. Drop the F-bomb. He's really good about not doing it. Any any cuss words. But yeah, lately... He's just like, I can't... He's been dropping them. I can't. I mean, well, you have to let the steam out somehow. Well, apparently... Somehow it has I, to happen. You can't just hold of, all that in. A year and a half of isolation has really got to, or the fact that he moved to Tennessee instead of uh, being in California has really. You mean Texas? Didn't he move to Texas? Tennessee. Oh, was it Tennessee? Yeah, he moved to Tennessee. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a dumb move. No, I mean. I mean, Tennessee's not bad. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. Let me bad. just clear it. Tennessee's not bad. I like Tennessee. But Texas. I really do. But I thought the original discussion was he was moving to Texas. No, it was Florida or Tennessee. Oh, I was under the impression it was Texas or Florida. No, it was Florida or Tennessee. Oh. Anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway. Well, now he's closer. We could go ransack his studios or That's something. That's true. We could. Crash his studio. Be like, I don't hey. think he actually has a studio yet. <laughs> I think he still just does this out of his house. No, he doesn't. He's got to have a studio. I mean, he still has a studio in California. He's not doing the show at a studio in California, though. Right. I think he's doing it in a, like, in a, a, yeah, I think he's doing it in his garage. 
No. No. The man's got, like, he... I don't want to say he he came from nowhere, but he, I mean he was able to build a, a a huge a great network and it's much you know it's it's they're far. hiring a ton of people that every 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 time Disney loses a person they're they gaining a person yeah I know they've got their hands in all kinds of stuff like it's a lot of things are coming out of there yeah there's no way when he made the move he's in his closet there's no way. <laughs> There's no way. I didn't say closet. You said garage, which it, let's be fair is just as he bad. He probably has a huge garage. No, I. If anything, if he's doing it at home, uh-huh. he has a building built as a studio. That, I'm just that's gonna. Where they're doing I'm just it putting it out there. Dave Rubin still does his show from his garage. Yeah, but Dave Rubin is not Ben Shapiro. But Dave Rubin's pretty big. I didn't say he wasn't. I just said he doesn't. He does his show out of his garage. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying he doesn't. He's not Ben Shapiro. Great guy. Right. You know, I'd pick his brain for hours, but no, he's, he, he is not. He doesn't have and carry and, and because it's just Mark I'm sure Rubin. he would try to pick your beard. I just, he probably would stroke it like he's petting a cat. Um, <laughs> kill, kill, kill. Um, but no, but like Shapiro's got, you know, there's. Daily Wire. There's websites. There's the movie side of stuff that he's doing. There's all this other stuff. Yeah. And yeah, Dave yeah. Rubin is just Dave Rubin show and Dave Rubin. And well, he it. also has uh, locals, but he doesn't. He's not into. Mo- I'm saying he doesn't have right, all I know. these other. That stuff is in California ventures. still. Yeah. Well, that's because you kind of have to stay in California to to do all that. To do all that. I know. I know. Because you're not going to get you know people like whatever her name is. I keep wanting to call her Guano and that's not her name. Um, whatever lady just got canned from the Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, you know, when you can, and also a new ESPN. Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't know that lady that got fired for not, uh, not doing the COVID on. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. She was, or she left because she was going to get fired and then they picked her up immediately. <laughs> nice. They got a brand new special coming out just for her. Hey, do you think if we quit, they'll pick us? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Do Yo, you, Ben. If we quit, if we get... We don't have enough of a following. If we get ready to get... But it doesn't matter. If we get ready to get fired, would he pick from us From what? From what? From what? Oh, from what? I don't know. I'm sure we could convince people to piss up, get pissed off at us. It wouldn't be hard. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Just not hard. Right. That's what she said. Um, Bump, Tennessee also has no state tax or income tax, apparently. Mm, I did not know that. That's probably why. I figured that this is one of the reasons why he went there. Yeah, there has to be a good reason. But knowing that he's that close, I wonder. I'm sure that's why Dave Ramsey's there. Oh, I know that's why Dave Ramsey's there. Money, money, money. The man's got money and he's, you know. And a huge company. Anyway. It's the best place to have it next to Texas. <sighs> if you're going to do it. If you're going to do it. I mean. You got to do it if right. If you're going to do it, you should do it. Because, you know, if you're going to do it, you got to know when to hold them. Got to know when to fold them. Got to know when to walk away. You got to know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at a table. Right. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't oh, know. Oh, so uh, uh, you, you, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember the time? Yes. Um, just like two weeks ago, 
I don't know if I could. That's a long time ago. I know. How old were you then? I can't even remember. It was so long ago. So long ago. When we talked about, you know, every time we had a border story, we were just throwing it out there. Just wait until November. Wait. Joe said, wait until November. Shutting everything down in November. Everything's going down in November. November happens. Boom. It's done. Sadly enough. This year, two weeks does feel like an eternity. I know away. it does. It really does. It. it but uh, you remember? I that, do right? remember. We talked I, about that I, multiple times. Yeah, the synapses are firing, and I vaguely remember the it's discussion it's there. Yeah. It's part of it. Yeah. I, I remember. Okay, are you it, catching yeah. the groove? Here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In President Joe Biden's latest effort to rescind the Trump era immigration policies, U.S. Customs and Border uh, Border Protection will no longer limit the number of illegal immigrants who can apply for asylum at the land ports of entry in the U.S.-Mexico border. No limit. Absolutely no limit. The Department of Homeland Security announced the policy change Monday. God. So, Monday. I have to ask then, why do we have a standing army? It's a good question. We have no need for it. If we have no need for it. If you you literally have just opened the border up and said anybody can come in yep. under any reasons and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, they can BS it. Whatever their reason is, all they got to say. Just in time for this giant migrant uh, train coming in. Well, and, and just in time for the holidays too. Um, everybody could be together for Christmas. Oh, look at that. Isn't that sweet? Special. If you just open up the border like that. Mm-hmm. No restrictions. No, no they're going to say, no. oh, well, there's restrictions. I have to apply for asylum. Oh, Sure. So all those people that we have this, came in that you just put on buses and sent everywhere, those people filed for asylum? Forget even that now. Now they're not even going to have to do the buses because they're going to supply their own stuff because, you know, when you start realizing that the majority of the people crossing the border are young men age 18 to 35, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be pretty fascinating how fast they kind of funnel through there. It's also going to be you funny, know, funny and, and fascinating how many people aren't actually of Hispanic origin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's asylum. They've, they've claimed asylum, so we're not going to say anything. So if that's all they have to do... Claim asylum. Then there's then we have no... Reclaiming country. my time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. It, 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 we're, it's over. Mm-hmm. What's the point of having a border patrol at all? Yes. What's the point of having a standing army? What yeah. is the point of of any of this? There it's isn't a, one. It's a farce now. It's a yes. joke. Yes. They're trying to destroy a, the country in less than four years. Again, send the send every military, every service member home. Send them home. Thank you for your service. We have no need for a standing army. Here you go. Yeah, there's no point anymore. God bless. Have Serve you four years to train and then goodbye. No, not even that. Just goodbye. So long. Farewell. Avita saying goodbye. Yeah. Adieu. Adieu. adieu to, to you and you and you. you. Under the former president, Donald Trump's administration, <sighs> the uh, number of migrants who could apply for asylum in the United States was capped under practice known as metering. And that would imply people were actually watching and paying attention. Yep. That's uh, good. Anyone. That's kind of smart. Right. Anyone who applied for asylum uh, after the CBP. Mm hmm had reached its capacity to process and detain asylum seekers, the department fa- uh, facilities were turned, uh, they were just turned away. Okay. Which is, it is what it is. Yeah. They were just turned away. 
Yeah, you can only have so many come through it a day. So many. You at a time. can apply again tomorrow. Bye. Which is still not shutting down the border, by the way. No, but it's but at least it, a cap it, on it, it, it you know? slowed it down. Right. It made it within a reason. Bit, a little bit more simplified. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, the policy was intended to keep the CBP from being overwhelmed by large numbers of asylum seekers who appeared at the border while Trump was president. According to uh, Border Protection, the uh, some asylum seekers who were told to wait instead attempted to cross the border illegally and were apprehended by Border Patrol. They were then sent to a camp for two weeks and then sent on a bus and put into the country anyway. Oh, well. You know, yeah. On November 1st, acting CBP Commissioner Troy Miller issued a memo announcing the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas reversed the metering policy. Quote, this memo formally rescinds the Trump administration's metering policy. They can't just say the metering policy. It has to be the Trump administration's metering policy Yeah, because everything associated with Trump has to be destroyed. Because it's a no-no. It's a no-no. Being Trump was a no-no. Yeah, which was used to turn back asylum seekers trying to enter the post, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. In the memo, Miller directed the Office of uh, Field Operations to uh, Operations Management to, quote, consider and take appropriate measures as operationally feasible to increase capacity to process undocumented non-citizens at the southwest border point of uh, point of entries including those who may seek asylum and other forms of protection. This is, this is Consider and take appropriate measures. Uh, metering was actually an appropriate measure. It kind of was. It, it, it took care of business. It helped a little bit. It, it mitigated some. Again, of the was it perfect? Is it the right no, thing? No, but no. it is a lot better than... Pretty much putting up a neon sign at the border saying, welcome in, y'all. Yeah. The memo suggested that uh, Border Patrol personnel should, quote, leverage technological and processing uh, uh, technological and processing efficiencies to streamline processes at the port of entry. For example, asylum seekers may use a mobile application to submit information about themselves. If you have, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, and I, and I know that to a point, I guess I, I technically everybody has a cell phone now. But. I would say I can't judge this because I, I'm not an asylum seeker yet. Right. Um. But you can't sit there and have, uh, in my opinion, have a. Oh, we have an app for that. Have, uh, have a cell phone and be like, no, no, I'm running for my life. Yeah. Oh well, if you're running from your life, here you go. I need you to sit down over here and fill out this application on your phone. Here's the QR code. Just take a picture of it. So stupid. Tired of this stupidness. Right. This yeah. is the kind of stuff. This is the, this right here is why Virginia turned red. Yeah, that's actually this one of the This is why Virginia did what it did. It's yeah. stuff like this. The people are tired. Sick and tired? Yeah, sick and tired and tired of being sick and tired. Right. We're done. I'm just so we, you guys think about this too for a second. Guess where majority of that whole southern border is? Texas. Texas. Do you think Texas is going to tolerate an influx like that? No. In fact, I'm pretty sure that the state is going to just go ahead and send their people there. If they haven't already. Which I'm sure they will very, very soon. I'm just... 
Yeah, ports of entry, quote, must strive to process all travelers, regardless of documentation status, who are waiting to enter as expeditiously as possible based on the availability of resources and uh, capacities. Which sounds a lot like, oh, we're doing the exact same thing, but you're not. You're not. You know. This is retarded. Uh, I know. And I'm... Mm -hmm. Additionally, the Biden administration intends to increase the number of CBP officers, of uh, of field operations officers uh, uh, assigned to processing asylum seekers at the port of entry. Because they expect a large influx. I, well, I wonder why. Once you say that, hey, the guys, the the way in is to Just, claim you're seeking asylum, that's the guarantee in, mm-hmm. then of course you're going to have a large influx. Right. So is this one of those situations to where right after Biden was elected and there was a huge influx of migrants coming in and he said, wait your turn. Yeah. Wait your turn. Wait your turn. Your turn is coming. Wait your turn. I guess. And he told them that and he said that live on air and Pisaki's told that and said that live on air. Yep. Here it is. Now their turn has come. Their turn has now come. Ta-da. Just in time for the holidays. Right. Isn't it great? Mm. You know, whereas there's other people who have... He have already gone through the process or are still trying to go through the actual legal process of coming here. And there's no reason to anymore. There's no reason to. Absolutely no reason to come to America anymore legally. Nope. If you're here uh, from any status other than as a citizen, then what you need to do is just cross the border. Yep. Go to Tijuana, have mm-hmm. a little bit of fun. Yeah. Stay away from the donkey show. Come back. Grab you a carton of cigarettes and come back. And on your way back, say, oh, by the way, I'm seeking asylum. And you're fine. From what? Everything. <coughs> climate change. I'm seeking asylum from everything. From climate change. That's right. That's the that's the, the, that's the kicker, right? Isn't it? Yeah. That's the, that's the place where Joe Biden was falling asleep last. So. So stupid. <laughs> No, I'm so sure. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. A rule quietly proposed by the Biden administration would allow companies to consider factors such as climate change, speaking of, Uh diversity issues, and even political uh, uh, donations when selecting employees' 401k plans, potentially forcing workers to funnel some of their pay into woke causes. So, okay. Why? Because if you're going to be taking people's money and investing it, why not invest it in stuff that they want to have control over? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so 401k plans, just so you know, even though they're, quote, employer-owned, um, in essence, they're mm-hmm. kind of... You do have control over what your money gets invested in. Oh, yes, but see... What, Unless you're a union. Well, but what they're going to do is give your only options are going to be... This, 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 or this. Uh-huh, which conveniently will be all the woke stuff. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. That's why you don't trust a 401k. Right. That's why you should save money yourself. Save money, live better. Walmart. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Really need to work on that. Sorry, I died. <laughs> Hashtag not an ad. Um, 
<laughs> the proposal explicitly directs retirement plan administrators and asset managers to consider environmental, social, and corporate governance, which is ESG, uh, factors when selecting investments. Basically means Why? only pick the stuff that they think fits. But they're lost causes. They always lose Not, money. Doesn't matter. Then they're useless as they're investors. Not, how are they going to lose money if they're constantly having money funneled? It's into a Ponzi it? scheme. They just didn't do it. He didn't. Ponzi didn't do it right. Right. Just like communism wasn't done right, and everything exactly. else, it wasn't done, done right. The right person didn't come up. The right person the didn't come along. We didn't have the right person in charge. Okay, you're right. Yep. Every time. That would require. Requirement plan sponsors to give as much weight to a fund's support of liberal causes, such as donating to Black Lives Matter or building wind turbines, as they do to the financial returns, which used to be what was the key. How high of a financial return are we going to get on doing this by investing this money? That no, was now the only key. Now it's, no, no, this is just wealth redistribution. So Black Lives Matter, if you don't remember, technically is a nonprofit organization. But if you look at the, technically. the the people controlling the funds of Black Lives Matter, they live in multi-million dollar mansions now. In fact, one of them bought three million dollar mansions. No. Uh, yeah. Say it isn't so, Timmy. From the movement. Who had a movement? The Black Lives Matter movement. Oh. Yeah. It's the wrong movement. I was right. thinking of something Not else. Not that movement. Uh, that was Joe. He saw the Pope. I said Pope. Yeah, not poop. The Labor Department rule makes clear that, quote, climate change and other ESG factors are often material, end quote, and should be considered, quote, in the, ass in the assessment of risk and return. Okay. End quote. ESGs are, yeah, but, uh, factors are uh, are often material. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, okay. <coughs> climate change shouldn't be a factor, in profit margins. Well, but if you're not being, if you're not keeping climate change in the forefront of, front of your brain, then obviously you're all about destroying the earth and profits are more important. Okay. And we can't have that. Yeah, but I'd rather have profits for the people that are investing in my company. That doesn't, that's not how this works. That, well, I mean, that's how it's supposed to work. I didn't ask you that. That's not how this works. I mean, it is how it works. That's actually how it works. No, that's not. That's, that's actually how it works. You it know, used to be. The, my playground. I know. It's not anymore. They right. don't care. It's not how this works. I know. I'm sorry. I, I get it. <sighs> it also rescinds a Trump era rule that requires administrators and asset managers to offer investment options solely in the financial interest of the participants. I know. Crazy, right? You put the money into it, but you don't have a say in anything. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Dengue Chris over there on the uh, Twitter is letting us know that uh, employer-sponsored plans providing only low-grade investment options in woke causes will get sued uh, for abrogating their uh, fiduciary responsibilities. Not when it's now a law that is no longer uh, abrogating their... <laughs> abrogating their fiduciary responsibilities because yeah, it will now, it's now be, making it a law to where that's not abrogating their fiduciary responsibility. It will now be part of their fiduciary responsibility. Right. To look for and find ways to diversify into liberal causes. Yes. Right. That's how it goes. Mm -hmm. Isn't it exciting? Aren't you excited? Yeah. I'm excited. 
Oh, gosh, it's it's it sounds amazing. I mean, look at this next statement. This is this is a great, isn't it great? Yeah, a- if approved, uh huh, the rule could affect roughly 150 million workers and 10 trillion dollars in assets covered under the Employees Retirement Income Security Act of 1974 or the ERISA. Can we just get rid of ERISA and uh, start investing ourselves? You could. Like that's actually one of the biggest, but it doesn't do any good. One of my biggest pet pet peeves is benefits at work. Okay, explain. Okay, all right. So, what are the re? Uh, so uh, let's take this. Okay, invest just the investment portion, right? Okay, they offer this investment package. Well, you can invest in your four hundred one k here, and we'll match. of whatever you put in up to X amount of dollars. Okay. Great. But you can only, you have a limited funding of what you can invest in. Okay. That's sold as a bonus to working for the company. I'm failing to see what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so I, I don't, get, uh, so I don't see the downside. They're going to pay. That's just for the, yeah, they're going to pay 3% or whatever to, to do that and to give you the option to do that. Some people do. Some people just say, hey, we give you the option to put in 401k. Some people give 5%. So, some companies give some 10%. Some don't get any and I got Some that, get but. zero. But it's not really a bonus because it ties you down. How? It ties you down to everything that's involved with that company. Like I said, yes, you do have the option to go in there. Sometimes with some companies, you have the option to go and choose and pick and, you know, play around with your play around with a little bit, but it ties you to whatever the company invests in. So if the company invests in something terrible, your 401k, your security blanket, your investment, your retirement that you're trying to push forward and trying to make sure that you sustain and that can sustain you goes to trash. Okay, I would give you that. The only the only argument I'm going to throw out there is most people are going to go along with it and it's an it's more or less a it's safer easier. bit. It's well, not but safer. it's also a safer thing because think about it. The company, most companies. Uh-huh. And and I'm and I'm going to speak from the angle of, you know, the bigger end companies. Like right. I used to work for Goodyear and, sure, yeah, okay. you know, the other places we worked at big uh-huh. places like that, that have been around forever, that are yeah. huge conglomerates. You could pretty much trust if they're going to throw in 5% or whatever into a 401k, you could pretty much bet that their investments are going to be fine until this. Because, well, now, until now, that's, I'm saying now before yeah. this. Okay. There are, there's a good cause to say, they're probably not going to put because their money not, yeah. behind something that's going to try. Gonna they've been fail. around long enough. They've, they've I get you on that part. It. I got so. you. But it's sold as a benefit. It's like, if you get hired on with us, we have this option, this option, this shop, this option. Yeah. It should, that's not a benefit. It's free money. It's not, yes and no, but it shouldn't be considered, a, like, it shouldn't be part of the deal saying, oh yeah, well, because we got this, we're going to pay you less, which is what happens. Mm. It's like, if you go to the company that we used to work under, yeah, you and I got paid more than most of the people that we worked under as uh, as contractors. I know. And the reason why is because they had so many add-on benefits that the company was paying tens of thousands of dollars per employee when they could have just been paying each employee more money. You just want the money. Yes. I'd rather have the money. 
it doesn't make sense. Plus, you add in the benefit. Uh, the benefits package also includes health care. Well, if it's employer-paid health care, you barely notice what's actually getting paid for and how expensive it is. That's what caused the major issues with our uh, with our healthcare programs. You're just bitter. You just want the money. And there's nothing wrong with yeah, wanting. I'd rather there's, have control. What no, is that? And, I, and I'm good with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have the money. Yeah, there's not. It's not that I'm. It's not that I'm bitter. I just rather have control because I feel like I can take a better <laughs> care of myself and my family if you just give me the money instead of investing it in a whole bunch of stuff that I don't want. Yeah, but you're going to be hard pressed to find that because that's how a lot of companies have been. Which set is up. why we're trying to do this company here. You just want them to show you the money. Yes, show them the money. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Democratic Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey narrowly won re-election in his reliably blue state, while a Republican political newcomer delivered a stunning upset in the Virginia governor's race, sending a warning to Democrats that their grip on power in Washington may be in peril. In Virginia, Glenn Youngkin became the first Republican to win statewide office in a dozen years. Youngkin says he'll waste no time changing the culture of Virginia. Together, we will change the trajectory of this commonwealth. And friends, we are going to start that transformation on day one. Youngkin joins a triumvirate of Republican winners in Virginia, including Lieutenant Governor-elect Winsome Sears and Attorney General-elect Jason Meares. A new mayor has been elected in New York City. Eric Adams has won the New York City mayor's race, fending off Republican and Guardian Angels founder Curtis Lewa. The race was swiftly called for Adams, who was projected to be the winner shortly after polls closed, with Sliwa badly trailing him with just under 20%. Adams, the current Brooklyn Borough president and former state senator and police captain, had been the overwhelming favorite to win the general election after emerging victorious from a fierce primary battle in July. Bernie Bennett in Washington. If you find the current economy a bit confusing, don't worry. So does the nation's top economic official, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. At a news conference, Powell said the Fed was sticking by its bedrock economic forecast. COVID-19 will eventually fade, which in turn will enable supply chain bottlenecks to unsnarl. More people will return to the workforce, the economy will strengthen, and inflation pressures will ease. On Wall Street, the dot by 105 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Hi, folks. I'm Watson Prunier, the host of Battle for Freedom. The show airs Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check me out on Battle for Freedom, where I'm triggering change one heartbeat at a time. Supply chain disruptions, shortages, panic buying. Unfortunately, they've all become facts of life in 2021. 
The good news is you have preparewithmojo50.com as a hedge against all the craziness. At preparewithmojo50.com, not only will you find emergency food supplies. Remember when that seemed like a fringe conspiracy theory thing to do? Not so much anymore, right? Not only will you find the emergency food supply, but also water filtration, air filtration, all sorts of other tools that you can use in the event of uh, an unforeseen situation or emergency, which with every day that goes by seems more and more likely. Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Prepare with Mojo50.com. If you want to keep food on the table, if you just want to maintain some sense of normalcy, prepare with Mojo50.com is the answer. Prepare with Mojo50.com. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. What were you mumbling over there? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I just want the harness. I, that's uh, all yeah, I, I know. The harness is really... I, I put on the harness and try to get... get I like it. Do you? I like it. I need, I need to, so I, I got to extend it. I got to drop it down a little bit. Uh-huh. So it's just the shoulder harness and it actually has clips. Like, look, if you look- It's at got the, the clips out of it. Yeah. It's got the clips on it. And so if you got the clips, like you could just clip it off and replace, like, so so it has it's one interchangeable side- interchangeable. One side for mags, one side for, and it's interchangeable and it's literally just the shoulder harness and I you can you those. can extend it down and drop it to make it lower- I need to get one or higher. I really do. Right now it's super high. So it feels, it feels a little weird because it's basically right underneath the armpits. Yeah. I'm but like, that's how you conceal it. Right. Right. I'd like it just a hair lower because any jacket I wear is technically going to be slightly wider anyway. That's true. Well, you don't, do you, do you have, never mind. I'm not even going to ask that live. <laughs> <laughs> not even going to ask that. We're just, right. Right. For the what, are you, what are you talking about? I don't know. No, it look, I'm serious though. That I like it. I, I get you. I like it. It's nice. It just, it looks like, like the uh, box is big enough. It looks like a toolbox. Like you, I know the box is huge, right? It's a giant drill box. But so, <laughs> he, he got it specifically for that. He wanted to make sure that it was, he had this huge giant box. And so she said. And everything else. She has a huge giant box. We got it. I'm just saying. You got it. It's big. She's got a huge giant box. It's, it's, I got it's it. a big box. It's, that's not a box. It's a freaking suitcase. It's a suitcase. Right. <laughs> Actually, I forgot to put that back in there. I got to put it in. I was going to say, wait a second here. I, I, I forgot to put something in. That's what she said. Never. Right. There we go. Ooh, yeah. I'm very happy about it. I can imagine. I'm just, I, it's, I'm excited. I want to go take it out to to the range and just 
pew, 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 pew. That's what you do is pew, pews. I want the pew, pews. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, <laughs> Nigel Satan over on Twitter. More out of context quotes from the commercial break. <coughs> Excuse me. Not the cough. Even on my even on my compact, I can get my whole hand on it. <laughs> That's why I needed to extend it. Yeah. You're you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's what we do here. We out of context. That's how it works. That's right. So so um, Slate has an article. Yes, they do. They, they have an article, and I got to tell you, woo, buddy, it's fantastic, isn't, isn't it? it? Though, oh geez, just the wording for uh-huh. all of it is what yeah. makes it fun. Actually, I think this one is one of those that you'd have to read the headline for it. <laughs> yeah, the the from Slate. The real danger of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, Mm. according to an expert on the far right. Before we get into it, that's great. Let that sink in for just a moment. Right. We're going to let that go for a minute. So hold on to that. You heard the opening statements of the trial the other day. Uh Uh-huh. I finally got to listen to it. Uh Uh-huh. Was... Was the prosecution actually using the prosecution's notes or was he using the defendant's notes? I don't know. I, like I don't know. I'm not even joking when I when I started listening to it and I heard the guy giving all of the things I was like minus the first 2 minutes. This is you stole the de- Yeah, this is this is a self defense plea. You stole the defense notes. I'm not going to lie. What is going on, dude? I, as, as I was listening to it, watching it, I was like, wait a second. I have to remind myself, this is the prosecutor. Hold right, on. Right, right. I got to remember Yeah, if this is the prosecutor. Like there was a point where the prosecutor said, well, we have evidence that has never been shown publicly. We've got evidence from the FBI. We've got the camera footage from the FBI. The, the, the. Yeah. All uh, of this. The, this and this and this. And then not ten, not not fifteen minutes later, the defense was like, "Oh, here's that video from the FBI." Just so you, uh, apparently, it was cut up a bit. We made sure and found the original. Here's the original. <laughs> Look, just at this. in the opening statements. Look at this. This is fine. See everything. Oh, and fine. by the way, it was released to the public because the FBI is that airtight. Of course the FBI is airtight. Airtight, son. Why would they let anything out? I'm just I'm just saying like every everything that the prosecution put out literally said self-defense. They're going to go for self-defense and we don't really have anything. So let's hold him at self-defense. So we're just going to hold him at self-defense, but he might have held that gun illegally. No, there's no might. Well, no. So technically, he was with the person who bought the gun originally. Briefly, not when he start when he shot. No, the, he got separated. Yeah, then he was no longer with them. Right, but he got separated. No, no. And the guy he the, the guy who bought it was at the original spot that he was guarding when him and another guy left. Right. Yeah. 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 They so got he left them. No. 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 They had built the, they had, they were there defending the property. Yep. And there was another property, basically the same company, but. Yeah. Across property. the street. And, da, da, da. and then they had another one across town. 
So what happened was is the police had pushed the line up past their place. So there's no longer an issue. Mm-hmm. So Kyle and the other guy, another guy, not the guy that bought the gun. That but guy was still guy, there yeah. on the roof. Kyle and another guy went to go see what they could do to help and check on the other properties. Right. So by leaving that property, he left the guy who bought it for him in the first place. That, Technically, yes. That's the route they're going to go. No, and it's then, not. Not by the prosecution's run. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you. By, I mean, it might not be how they're presenting it now. In the end, that's how they're going to throw it out there. They're going to try and hit him for having let, a, let me, let me a gun a illegally. Let me ask you a question before we get there. Uh-huh. Okay. Because that is not any of the charges. Oh, I know it's not. That is literally none of the charges. No, no, I know it's not. So if they try to push that, but they have all these other charges that are like (laughs) murder one and (laughs) everything else, they're just going to walk him is what it is. That's all they're going to do. The guy's going to walk. The kid's going to walk, man. Yeah. This kid's, and I, you know what? People are going to be pissed. But he kind of deserves to walk. Well, I mean, if he's innocent. Now, again, we can argue about... Everything is on video. I just say, we literally. Can, we can argue about whether or not he should have been there in the first place and all this other jazz. Uh, you know, the decisions sure. he made, should a 17-year-old have uh, have been walking through there? And again, I, I commend him on his bravery, but a 17-year-old, in my humble opinion, should not have been there in the first place. Let them burn the place down. It is what it is. Your life and everybody else's and life it. is not worth it. Now, if you're protecting your home, that's different. Right. I, and I understand. That. And that's where I'm kind of at. But you get into the situation, once you open yourself up to that risk, which he did, then you have to kind of be ready to deal with whatever crap comes and along. And he was. And he is. Oh, yeah. Not only that, like, uh, there was... there. <laughs> There was a situation that he was in the 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 time that he was in that he shot one guy in the chest. Yeah. There was a situation to where and he shot the other guy in the arm, right? Yep. So one guy in the chest, one guy in the. And the arm. guy he shot in the arm had a gun, by the way. Not only had a gun, so the guy he and shot, the prosecutor admitted that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's like he yeah, had yeah. a gun in his hand. He had a gun in his hand. It's um, like you're a jackass. He tried to present it as as he was just coming to him, but uh, yeah, eventually they were like, yeah, he had a gun. Um. It was like two and a half seconds, okay? Yeah. The entire situation was two and a half, three seconds. Caught on video where he almost got his head caved in from uh, being skateboard, tru- uh, skateboard trucks. Yeah. Yep. Being kicked in the uh, on the face. He was able to pull his gun up, fire. His gun jammed in another place. Yeah. His gun jammed. He was able to clear the jam, pull, and I'm talking like yeah. right here. Yep. Two. Fire and hit the guy. It hit the guy in the arm. Two to the chest, baby. Two to the chest. He was able to get another guy in the arm. Yep. And then there was another guy who was about to run up on him. Instead of turning and shooting at him, he turned, pointed, and the guy stopped. And so he stopped. Yeah. No, I'm I know. 17 year old with that much mental control? No, I get that. I'm not saying that in the moment, in the heat of it, he was he handled himself well. That's what that, I'm saying that, I, you know, what he I'm did, saying is there was a, the, he could have chosen a better option, which was not being there. Not in the first being place. there at all. The risk yeah, at I that point was incredible and it could have gone very dark, very quickly. Much, much worse. So for I, him specifically. Yeah, for him specifically. Yes. And so I I. I, but the whole Other thing than is, the two guys that got killed and the one guy that got shot. Yeah, I, I just, in the bicep, in the yeah, in the arms. It's just so dumb. Opening arguments he was disarmed. 
I knew it was coming. I know. I did. I knew it was coming. I knew you did. I'm like, oh. You should have just landed it yourself. I should have, but I didn't. Opening arguments began Tuesday at the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. The teenager charged with the homicide and shooting deaths of two people amid the unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin in 2020. Yeah. Bear in mind, this is an article from Slate. Slate. This is going to get... Slate. Buckle up, Buttercup. Right. Meanwhile, in Charlottesville, Virginia, people injured in the violence of the deadly 2017 Unite the Right rally are in court uh, with a suit against many of the organizers in a trial that has itself become a spectacle. I didn't even know what was going on. I didn't either. That just goes to show you. Not really a spectacle. Well, both trials will be closely watched in the nation's press, but I wonder about a more specific audience. The far-right fringe groups who have latched on to both events uh, as bellwethers of their movements. Colin Clark, a former professor at Carnegie Mellon, Uh is an expert in counter-extremism. Is he now? And they've talked to him previously about... Counter-extremism. Counter-extremism. Okay, you go ahead and keep going. I'm sorry, you go ahead. No, 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 fine. I'm going to look up counter-extremism. You do that, counter-extremism. He talked about uh, how holding some of these groups uh, to account, especially with the prosecution of many involved in the January 6th riot, which sent a chill through their ranks. Clark himself recently provided research to the House related to the January 6th that he conducted uh, at the South Fan Center, where he is a senior research fellow. With these trials and events back in the news, they called Clark to describe the evolving far-right chatter about them and what it is like to come next, or likely to come next, no matter the verdicts. Our conversations have been condensed and edited for clarity. You, uh, I'm looking up stuff. Oh, so you're I'm, still yeah, looking? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Yeah. I well, damn sure. it. It's okay. It's okay. So uh, um, I wanted to find out what was, what is counter extremism. And the funny thing is, I there are counter extremism programs and projects, and uh, but they don't actually go into what is counter extremism. The actual. Yeah. Yeah. No. So they, they don't they don't have that. A man is male. That's the name of the guy who apparently is giving the interview. Oh, okay. Good. A man is male. Which I feel is A man. No. A man is a male. It sounds a bit redundant, but okay. So this is a quote in order the last time we spoke. You said right-wing extremist groups had retreated underground after the Department of Justice began pursuing criminal indictments on the Capitol riot. Now we're heading into several trials important to these groups. The Charlottesville rally trial is ongoing. Kyle Rittenhouse trial is beginning. There's a lot going on related to January 6th. I know you're still monitoring these extremist groups. Uh, What are you seeing from them right now? Uh, I was reading his conversation. Do you have something you want to? I got a question. Uh, okay. To his question. You have a question for his question? Yes. Okay. How is Charlottesville tied to the right? I don't know. Uh, the only thing, At all? The only thing that I was fully aware of, uh, fully aware of, was the guy who drove over the lady. Yeah, that was the biggest issue. That was it. Yeah. Like, I really... How is it tied to the right? How I, is it tied to conservatives? How is it tied... How is Charlottesville tied to that? How's it racist? I don't. I don't no, I, well, 
Well, not racist. There was but, definitely some racist people there. Oh, no, I know there were, but I mean, how was it? On both sides. I don't understand what's going on there. Like I, Charlottesville was two two teams of racism fighting. Two against racist each, organizations fighting against each other, getting ready to fight each other. Yeah, right. And Parading Jan- against and each January sixth is a joke, and I'm really tired of January sixth was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. Uh, anyway, Colin Clark. His answer is: We're seeing chatter as you would expect. A lot of keyboard warriors talking about Charlottesville and Rittenhouse. I would say one of the biggest differences compared to maybe last year this time, I think January 6th was a watershed event in that far right now almost universally see themselves as victims. And that became or be, and that's become a big part of the narrative that it's a witch hunt and, quote, we're being persecuted. You're seeking us out and applying treatment that other people wouldn't get, end quote. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, when you have literally everybody in the government uh, on a specific team uh, asking for the heads of everybody that went there and did nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, his continued quote, uh, which is totally really inaccurate. It's amazing when you think of the way that Muslims were treated after 9-11. You want to talk about a witch hunt. No, actually, that was how many how many Muslims how many Muslims were tracked down, hunted in the streets, slaughtered, killed, kicked out of the country, all of it. How many? Basically, none. In America, in America, no, that's what I'm talking about. In America, I mean, other than the few uh, Bucky badasses that decided that they were going to take action in their own hands, and anybody that was uh, slightly. Middle Eastern in nature got yelled at or something. Other than that, every now and then. But there was no murders. There was no outright slaughter in the street. No. There was no No. waves of anything. No. And by the way, how dare you compare January 6th. January 6th. The Charlottesville bullshit and 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 Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse protected was a kid that protected himself from uh, a pedophile rapist and uh, BLM BLM badasses uh, rioters. Yeah, how dare you compare all of that to nine eleven? You son of a bitch! You are obviously not a right leaning. Very much so. There's a huge difference between all three of those uh, situations and nine eleven. But All no. three of those situations by themselves, huge differences. 9-11 is not even in the same category. Nope. It's just ridiculous. Continuing, the guy question goes on. What about Kyle Rittenhouse? He's a celebrity in many of these right-wing militia groups, but he's, to my knowledge, not directly connected to any one particular group. What are they saying about the trial? Okay, all right, hold on. Mm-hmm. The reason why he's one not connected to any group, or because he's not stupid, and and two, he's not a celebrity. No, he's not. He's he's a kid. He, the, I'm not gonna clarify. Anymore. that. He's 18 now. I'm gonna clarify this. He is a celebrity only because of the fact that the the the, the he didn't die. The, the media. No, well, the well, the, the media, media has made him into this a sacrifice. murderer. Yeah, uh, he is now. He's basically been sacrificed at the altar of the media. Yep. And so people want to protect him because they see this as a travesty against self, self-protection. Yeah. Basically. <sighs> so stupid. 
I, I, I'm a f- my head hurts from all of this. Yeah. His response, the, they use the trial to further their own narrative. I look at him as a useful idiot because he's somebody who is the face of the movement now because he went out and responded to, in their view, civil disorder with a gun. And now he's being persecuted. Stop. He is not the face of any movement. I've never, no. You want to know about a face of a movement? Uh, George Floyd. No. His dead effigy is being used as the face of a movement. I'd say a, more of a bust. Get it because of the statue. Thank so. you. That's That was nice. It's Thank well you. done. I thought so. Well played, sir. Thank you. Uh, the guy who was, uh, I forget the guy's name, but the guy who died in the area where Kyle Rittenhouse was being attacked. Uh, Jacob somebody or another. Jacob something or other. Or his last name was Jacob. I can't remember. He was being used as the face of a movement. Yeah. Yeah. For people to be violent and destroy their own towns for no reason. Yeah. Even though the guy was one, uh, like uh, he was like beating his girlfriend or whatever. And yeah. two, yeah. Uh, he had a rap sheet. And three, he was trying to hurt people. Kind of weird, isn't it? Anyway, continue. Remember, on, this sorry. is slate. I know, I know. Like I, I know. even I have to sit here and Yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, I know. You're you're dialed back to uh, trying. Yeah. Trying. It's yeah. not working. Because very you're well. reading it. It makes it a little uh, bit difficult it does. to not dial back. It's yeah. like, damn it, I'm dying. Just a little bit inside. Mm-hmm. Um I would say the fact that he is not connected to any official militia or group actually is consistent with the lion's share of people arrested in January sixth. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. So he actually sits there and admits that, you know, they didn't most of the people that were there weren't part of any of the groups. Right. Okay. <clears throat> and yet they're being directly affiliated with, with every people group. of the group. Right. It's crazy. Right. And they, they are not groups. No, they're not. They're just a bunch of individual people. And some of them were Antifa. Anyway. <laughs> of the more than 600 people that have been charged, only 12% we're affiliated with groups like the Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, Three Percenters, etc. Uh huh. That means that eighty-eight percent of the vast majority were so-called free agents, like Rittenhouse. Free agents. You know what that would mean, actually? They were getting paid. <coughs> Excuse me. No, it's not a free agent. These people are still trying to put them into groups. Here's the deal: these free agents. They're not part of a team because they're smart enough to think for themselves. They see that there's a problem. They try to and fix they it. want to fix it. Yeah. They don't like the direction their country is headed and they are feeling helpless and they are doing whatever. But they're not stupid enough to go off into some of these groups because right. they've seen how they've been directed. They've seen mob mentality is what kills exactly. Because if they join said groups, then they become part of the very thing that they're trying to destroy or at least defend others from. And so they think for themselves. They mm-hmm. protect their own. Yep. They try to fix their little spot of the world, and that's it. Mm. Just because they're not associated with anything doesn't mean that they're free agents and they're, that's just a thing. No, no, no. America is getting tired. People are getting tired 
of the bullcrap. All of, of it. Being forced to stay home. Of all of it. Well, of having everything. Everything. They're it's tired. literally everything. They're t- okay. Having having riots in the streets, violence everywhere, and <laughs> calling it the summer of love. I'm going to put this out there. If if anybody that's been in, in any kind of a relationship will totally get where this is. You go to your friend, your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mm-hmm. you know, sure. autonomous lover, what the hell ever, I don't care. And, and you express something, a feeling, an emotion. Mm-hmm. You're, something isn't right or something is off or you're just having a date. You just, just want to talk, whatever. Right. And you keep doing it and you keep doing it and you keep bringing up the same thing and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. Eventually you start to not, you feel like you're not being listened to. Eventually it's time to change. It's time to take things into your own hands. If, if the person you're trying to, that you're in the relationship with that you're trying to address a problem with, if they're not listening to you, then you're going to end up just having enough of it and you're going to fix the problem yourself. And even if that means removing yourself from that relationship as a whole, Right. That's what this is. America is tired. They're not being heard. Now, I will sit there and to a point it is our own fault. Because we elected these people. We elected these people. So we are the people in the relationship who have a problem with the other side and who are not sitting there addressing it. We're sitting here holding it in going, oh, it'll fix itself yep. or all oh, somebody else is going to do it we or allowed, whatever. We allowed the media to say what they wanted to say. Yep. Without giving We're any not- credence or any understanding to well. <laughs> They even, need to be able to. Even to the levels of going, well, we don't have a voice because we don't have a big enough platform or we don't, you know, we're not as big as CNN or the White House or whatever. No, no. You have a voice. You are the American people. You're you the are only th- people. No, no. You, you don't have, you don't, you're right. You don't have a voice. You are the voice. And right now you're, you've been, or up to at least this point, you've been silent. Mm-hmm. America has been silent and they're done being tired. They're done being silent. It's time to speak up and say enough is enough. Yeah. Period. You can watch the voice. Peter Serafin from Liberty Lighthouse takes a moment to thank Governor Wolf from Pennsylvania for all that he's done for this COVID-19 crisis. Thank you for keeping COVID out of our nursing home. Wait, you didn't do that. I'll skip to the next one. Thank you for protecting small business. You didn't do that either. Thank you for making sure our unemployed workers were able to receive their benefit. Thank you for being ever-present to deal with... Thank you for leading by example. Thank you for working with the legislature to get things. Thank you for common sense travel restrictions. Oh, good Lord. Thank you for using science to establish restaurant guidelines. Ah, dang it. At least we have sports. We can enjoy watching a couple hours of high school athletics and forget all of the craziness for a short Seriously, this is getting ridiculous. Liberty Lighthouse, Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Mojo 5.0. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. 
I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. I don't know how we missed this, and I apologize, but this just makes me giggle. Going back to an earlier story, Pigbull Snarky Jackal over on Twitter. I always love Ponzi. The way he hit the jukebox, and it would just start playing. That was Fonzi. That's well, that it is what Fonzie. he said. Ponzi. Ponzi. Yeah, Ponzi. Ponzi. Hey. <laughs> oh, it makes me giggle. Yeah. It's the damn funny. Yeah, and talking about, uh, you know, the 9-11s and the uh, non-existent destroying all Muslims in America. Sluggerella over there on the Twitters. Uh, we flew bin Laden's family back to Saudi Arabia when all of the aircrafts were grounded. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. And again, we elected those people because we half-assed everything. Also... Far right chatter, you say? You mean water cooler talk of the FBI? <laughs> yes. Sure. Yes. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I don't even. Can't mm-hmm. even answer that anymore. To be honest with you. Also, the Knights of Saint Nee burning down the town is not a civil movement. Well, it's not civil. You're correct. Yeah, but it's still a movement. It's a huge movement. Just saying. Right. Anyway. <sighs> that got me worked up. I know it did. Just saying. Wow. Yeah, whatever. Somebody was spamming our YouTube. Hey. Whatever. Cool. Thank you. Because that spammed our YouTube. Good keep, job. Keep throwing comments up there like that. We don't agree with them, but guess what happens? It's called exposure, my friend. Keep adding in. There we go. So, I don't um, care. Right. Police said. What did they say? A woman stole $600,000 from her husband over the past 20 years and hid the scheme by convincing him that he had Alzheimer's. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? No, that's scary. No, no, no. That's that's. Funny as hell. Yeah, Connecticut police said Donna Marino stole the money from uh, uh, in the form of a pension check, workers' compensation paychecks, and Social Security income, and deposited some of the money into her mother's bank account. 
at some point they had had an argument where she my mom was having problems and yeah wife's like please we gotta do something. 20 years ago they started having this argument and he's like no i'm not paying for that heifer i'll be damned i'm not she doing was like that. yeah right yes you are okay <laughs> yes you is yeah marina was arrested last week by investigators uh with the east haven police department and has been charged with first degree grand larceny and third degree forgery according to the post wow isn't that incredible? It is. Since uh, she has since been released and is due back in court on the 29th of November. Good. Mm, Good for her. Yeah. See, in March 2019, Alina Marino, the adult daughter of Donna Marino's husband, uh, told police, quote, she found financial paperwork lying around in her father's home for credit cards he knew nothing about. According to a warrant affidavit obtained by the New England Reg- Register, the, uh, the daughter alleged allegedly that Donna Marino forged the documents to gain control of the finances of Elaine Marino's father. When police approached Donna Marino's husband, who remains unnamed, Mr. Marino. <laughs> yeah. We'll call him Dan. Dan. We'll Dan, call him Dan, Dan Marino. Dan Marino. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Told him that his wife controlled the finances and he was unaware of the fraudulent allegations police said donna marino convinced her husband that he had alzheimer's to keep the fraud from him (laughs) quote donna explained that when her husband wanted to go inside of the bank to make a transaction she told him that the last time he went inside he made a scene due to his alzheimer's disease causing him to not go inside to avoid uh the embarrassment of it So it wasn't even just a hey no no you the, we can't figure out where that money remember is what happened you don't remember anything that happened at all the, you don't remember buying that boat or that time we went out to dinner or when we went to the Poconos or that or, huge what a, fuss that you made at the bank the last time you went yeah but no that's kind of a weak one though like my brain would say if you're going to convince somebody to have Alzheimer's like you'd be going down this list of like you don't remember when we went into the Bass Pro Shop. Or when we went to, you know, we like check I said, out that new boat. We suddenly decided to go to the Poconos last year, and you spent, you know, thirty thousand dollars between, you know, whatever, food whatever. And yeah. We were there for like two weeks. You don't remember that? It was a great time. I've got pictures. Yeah, like uh, that. That that's how you convince somebody of Alzheimer's. Well, apparently, Not, apparently, he was a very uh, easygoing sort of guy. Clearly, uh, allowed her to do all the finances and everything else. So, kind of makes a lot of sense. Donna explained she fabricated the scenario to prevent her husband from going to the bank. Blah 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 blah. Uh, that was uh, that was from Sergeant Gregory Burrer. 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 That's what I said. Burrer. 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 Sounds like you're trying to start a car in the <laughs> winter. <laughs> yeah, Burrer wrote uh, in the affidavit that uh, Don Marino told. Police, she used the money to help her family not to go shopping on shopping sprees or vacations. Donna stated that she was trying to make everyone happy, but it was at her husband's expense. Here's where I'm confused about this. Just an honest... Literally. An honest question. Why is this considered theft in, in the grand scheme of it all? Okay. Why is this considered theft? But if she divorced him, she would be entitled to... All of it. Or half. At least half of whatever it was. And I don't know. She spent $600,000. So clearly, he was making years, he's got some money. Yeah. yeah so, Social Security, everything else, pension plan, yada, yada, Yeah. Yada. So my question is, is how come this is illegal, but if she divorced him, she gets half? Yeah. See, the problem is- I'm confused. Well, the thing is, if she was just taking the money piece by piece, it probably wouldn't have gotten noticed. The fact is, 
that uh, she uh, opened up credit lines under his name, forged a signature, and then tried to convince him over 20 years that he had Alzheimer's to uh, cover it up. And I got that. But again, I'm saying, what's the difference? Okay, so this is a more diabolical way. Yes. You mean, it's, you mean- They're it, married. This is, should. hold on, but I'm, I'm saying, this is better than going to court and, and completely smashing the guy and lying all kinds of stuff. Oh, he hit me. He was sexually abusive. He cheated on me. All the lies and shit that come out during court. Really? That's mm. better? Mm. Or worse? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't see the difference. Well, I, I don't. I, I think you might be a little jaded. <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I, just past experience. No, no. It may no. skew your view just tad. No, I can see. But at the same I'm, I, I, it's a fair assessment. However, I still think I'm right. I don't think it's that jaded. I think okay. it's at least right. a good point. All right. So this is one of the problems when one person controls all the finances or has it, one person has access to all the finances <laughs> and the other person has limited access to the finances. When you have that situation in a relationship, the person that has control over the finances can do anything with it. And technically you're married. Yeah. Now the diabolical part is that she was stealing from him to give to people that he didn't know about. No, like, I get I get. She was taking it. money that he didn't know about, but obviously they were living well enough because they were w living well enough. She was managing the money well enough, which is okay. That's whatever. But yeah. I think what, what it turns out to be is technically she was doing things that she didn't have the right to do because she didn't have the authority to do it. Well, if he gave but her permission. She, well, he may have given her permission, but, but he never signed it over to her. This still doesn't. And once again, they're married. So technically she has access to all, right? Because yeah. if you're in a marriage, that's what this saying. is one of the things where it's in this situation. Was she right in the way that she went about it? Basically. Yeah. The answer is no, she wasn't. And the reason why all the hubbub is happening is because the daughter found out. Yeah. Which is fair. That's a fair point, right? Yeah. The daughter found out. The daughter created hubbub. And she's like, my dad isn't, doesn't have Alzheimer's. He's fine. He remembers everything. He's done. Well, I don't know. Oblivion Flickering makes a very, very good point. Mm -hmm. She was able to convince her husband that he had the old timers disease. The dude must be awfully gullible. Or senile. I'm telling you. And if you, you think this, about it, the it, way that this, the, the way that he sounds, yeah, he sounds like a, a a freaking doormat. He sounds like a doormat. Yeah. And there's a. So that's messed up. Nice to say, knee over on Twitter. If you uh, want to convince people they have Alzheimer's, uh, take away his teleprompter. teleprompter. Yeah. There's a. That there's was, a. There, there's good. There's there's a female on uh, in in my family, not in my current, not not like immediate local immediate family, but extended extended family line. Yeah, and uh, she had a husband. Okay, and this husband had to ret uh, he retired three times. Wow, that's successful. No, as far as I'm concerned, it, no. Why not? No. He retired three times because he had to go back to work to keep paying for her bullshit. 
you see, he was a doormat. Clearly. And he would give her anything. Clearly. Anything. Clearly. You're 65 years old. You want a boob job? Go ahead. I got you. Sure, pumpkin. Done. Daddy will handle it for you. You want to go on a trip to wherever? Done. Let's go. You want to done. You want done. All of it. Done. Doormat. Nicest man in the world. Uh Uh-huh. Doormat. He was used and abused. And and basically, you know, every time something happened, boom. And he finally retired for the last time, I think. Finally? I think, yeah. I think he's finally retired for the last time. And they're just kind of spending their time now. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) It sounds good, right? It sounds good on paper. (laughs) But for the... I I still don't like this person. (laughs) And that's not good because they're family. But... This person, she did a lot of bad things to my immediate family. Yeah. No, I get you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. And uh, she also treated her husband like trash. Very, very poorly. Right. Nope. I get you. All for the sake of her own self. Because it happens. It does happen. A lot. Yeah. And so that's where I see this. Yeah, I can see that. I see that in this vein. And maybe I'm jaded because of that. We're both jaded. We're both jaded. Yours is a more direct line. Yeah. I lived it. You lived it multiple times. So it's that. Mine is, you know, a little bit longer, farther off, but I've seen it happen to people. Yeah. This guy was a doormat. That's all I'm telling you. He wasn't, he was just a straight doormat. He's a good guy, a wholesome guy, and a doormat. A little too trusting to be. Right. He let his... He let his wife handle all the finances because he just didn't want to take care of it. And she was better at it than he was. Well, clearly. Obviously. 20 years to get $600,000. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. McDonald's head honcho, Chris Kempinski. Is Very un- well done. Thank you. Is yeah. under fire for a text message he sent to Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot after shootings in the city that critics say was, quote, racist and ignorant. So there was a shooting in Chicago. Couple of shootings, yeah. I know it was color sh- me shocked. I know shocking as it may Super sound. Super shocked. I could tell you are. I understand. I, I, I got it. I yeah. got it. <sighs> Protesters say the message that was sent on April nineteenth, but revealed Tuesday, appears to blame parents who failed their children. Parents. So the protesters say uh-huh. the message. That was sent to Lori Lightfoot was blaming parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, that is technically true. Ah, but you can't say that. Oh. Here we go. Quote P.S. Tragic shootings last week, both at our restaurant yesterday with Adam Toledo. Oh, oh yesterday and with Adam Toledo. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. With both. The parents failed those kids, which I know is something you can't say. Even harder to fix, he said, according to WBEZ Chicago, which obtained the text through the Freedom of Information Act request. So a FOIA request, okay. Okay. The text was sent shortly after Lightfoot visited the McDonald's headquarters and appeared to be referring to the deaths of Jaslyn Adams, who was seven, who was killed the day before uh the text in her father's car outside of Chicago area's McDonald's and Adam Toledo, who was 13, who was fatally shot by police in the month prior. Okay. (laughs) 
So he's saying it was a failure of the parents. Uh-huh. The parents of the shooters, not the parents of the kids that died. Ah, but that's not how they're reading it. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah, they're not reading it like that. That's not how they're reading it? No, they're that's, not. That's okay. Quote, as the mayor has previously has said previously, families do everything they can, moms, dads, grandparents, to love and support their children, and tragedies can still happen. Victim shaming is no place in this conversation. A spokesman for Lightfoot said in a statement to the New York Post. Who's victim shaming? He wasn't, it didn't sound like he was victim shaming. He was blaming the parents of the people who shot the kids. Yeah, but they're trying to say that he's talking about because he is a prominently successful young white guy. Well, generally young. Well, younger. He's not old yet. Yeah, I I mean, put him in his... (laughs) By the picture, I'd late, say mid to late thirties, thirties, early forties, or maybe, maybe early forties, forties probably. I wouldn't put him past anything older than like forty three. Yeah, forty four maximum. Yeah, he's yeah. not old yeah. Anyway. at all. <sighs> the group of twelve organizations, including Fight for Fifteen and the Chicago Alliance Against Racist and Political Repression, will also publish an open letter addressing the text, according to the Insider. Speaking of five for fifteen, uh, the story that we didn't, we never got to last week. Uh, McDonald's is upping its prices on all of its menu items because of five for fifteen and yeah. also uh, COVID and <laughs> restrictions on everything. Weird how that works out, isn't it's it? It's crazy how that happens. I'm just, but it was never going to happen. Never, you know, gonna, that never happens. Not going to. McDonald's should just eat the profits. You know, of course they should, they should. Eat, eat eat their profits. There, and then when know. they wonder why nobody has jobs later on down the road. Yeah, because it's all automated. Yeah. Yeah. But who cares, right? Whatever. It's, it's not a big deal. We got deal. $15 an hour. Right. When On a job that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's area workers will also walk off the job Wednesday to join the protest. Personally, I think they should all be fired. Well, okay. No, I think they it's should. Chicago. They should all be fired. They probably have like a food union. Like They might actually. Food service workers union. <laughs> Hospitality union. I know they have one of those, yeah, so that's probably... Quote, it is clear to us you're the one who has failed here, reads the open letter, which was viewed by the insider. Mm-hmm. Your text message was ignorant, racist, and unacceptable coming from anyone, let alone the CEO of McDonald's, a company that spends big money to market communities of color and purports to stand with black lives, end quote. Uh, he does. He stands with the black lives that were killed. <clears throat> yeah, which is something that you don't aren't doing. Yeah, clearly you don't. Clearly. Uh-huh. The letter adds that McDonald's has a, quote, rotten racist culture. Sure. They, they just happen to, you know, hire well, mostly. under this guy anyway. Okay. Noting that the burger chain is sued last year for over uh, 50 black franchise in a $1 billion racial discrimination complaint that alleged that uh, systemic and covert racial discrimination on McDonald's part. I didn't even know that happened. I didn't either. You know why? Because of COVID. Well, and because it it's not real. Real. Ah. In June, a similar lawsuit was dismissed by a judge who said, quote, the court does not mean to imply that McDonald's operations over the years have not been tainted by the brush of racism. That was a quote. But historical discrimination did not justify the lawsuit. So I like, it, so I like it, that. So it didn't happen, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Right. It's not happening now. It doesn't happen at all. Right. Ah, now this is where I get irritated. Kemsky acknowledged that his text to Lightfoot was wrong. 
in a note to staff, which was viewed by the post. Okay, so once again, um, you took this. You took a stand on something, and now you took a step back. Yeah, and you yeah. took a step back because you have pushback. Because you're and, a little bitch. Yeah, that happens. He's like, I can't lose my 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 money. You're never going to lose your money. Oh no, you're you, well. It's yeah. You could lose the entire Chicago area and still be just fine. Just peachy. There are still millions of burgers sold by the minute uh, across the world. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, I think you're fine. I, I think you're. You should stop it. Oh, let me, let's let's read the stupidity that he says. All right. In the text exchange, I thanked Mayor Lightfoot for the visit and reflected on our conversation about the recent tragedies, commenting that the parents failed those kids. He wrote, "Uh-huh. I can't When I wrote this, I was thinking through my lens as a parent and reacted vicariously or viscerally. No, viscerally. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> Not in the mood right Velociraptor-y. now. Velociraptor. <laughs> uh, but I have not walked in the shoes of Adams or Jaslyn's family and so many others who are facing a very different reality. Uh, the only thing I will give you, sir, is as CEO of McDonald's, you are walking in a very different reality than that is normal very people. Yes, completely different reality. Having said that, uh-huh. you need to grow the hell up, dude. Yeah. Because it's not that different of a reality, okay? Hmm. We all know that you were referring to, I would assume, and now I'm going to throw this out there. If you weren't referring to the parents of the shooters, that's what I thought. I thought that too, from just the text. And, and if had I said it, that's that's how I would have said the same thing. The parents of the shooters, they're the ones that failed. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If Not the parents of the victims. That no, makes no, no, no sense. If you're not going that route, if that really isn't what you meant, yeah. then I, yeah, I have zero respect for you at all. Because that was a douche move and you don't need to be CEO. But I was under the impression that you were referring to the shooters, parents. And if you were, then you need to have the balls to say, no, I was referring to No, no, no. Here. I'm referring to the parents of the kids that shot the kids. Yeah. That's what I need to hear. And you're not giving me that. Yeah. yeah. At all. No, you're not. You're not giving that. You're actually making it worse. Asshat. Yeah. <sighs> Not talking or not taking the time to think about this form from their viewpoint was wrong. And I lack the empathy and compassion I feel for these families. This is a lesson that I will carry with me, end quote. No, you won't. Well, until he ends up working at the very McDonald's, he's used to CEO. <laughs> yeah. No, no. He also said McDonald's remains committed to working with civic and community leaders to bring an end to the recent surge of gun violence in Chicago. No, see, CEO... Mr. Kapakinski, you were right. It is the parents. The parents of the shooters, the parents of these kids who go out and carry these guns around. It's the parents who aren't being parents for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. Whether they are financially screwed and, and roped into a plantation situation like those that are working in, the, in or not working, but those that are in the ghetto. Yeah. The poor black community that's out there that has been put back on that plantation. Like those are the parents that that need to fix this. Mm -hmm. Again, it may not be the entirely their fault because it just may be their situation. Uh, Sluggerella over there on the Twitters. Uh huh. I might apologize for hurting feelings, but uh, I see no point in apologizing for speaking the truth. Amen. The truth shall set you free. Oh, sorry. Most gangbangers 
come from broken homes and their fathers were absent in their lives. Yeah, that's that is statistical, my friend. That is the yeah, stats. They prove mm-hmm. it. They prove it. Yep. And finally, really quickly here, North Carolina high school student is suspended. North Carolina high school has suspended one of its students last month, uh, late last month after the student told school officials that she had been sexually assaulted multiple times on campus, according to the local news report. Okay. The student, a 15-year-old sophomore at the Hawthorne Academy of Health Sciences in Charlotte. Oh, there's your first problem. Right. Recently uh, told uh, WBTV TV that uh, she had been routinely harassed by male students at the school. But when she reported the harassment, the school officials, uh, the officials reportedly responded by suspending her and requiring her to take a class called sexual harassment is preventable. Why is she taking the class? Because she shouldn't have dressed that way. Uh, (laughs) She was asking for it? Is that what you're saying? That's right. Yeah, quote. Oh, okay. He would, like, come into the bathroom and he would push me into the stall. Hmm. That's what the student whose identify, uh, identity has been protected because they're minor recalled in an interview with a news outlet, quote, he put his hands in my pants and then he was, like, touching my breasts. That'd be a dead kid. Uh, Yeah, as a dad. Just so we're clear, that, that'd be a, dead a kid. dead kid. That's a dead kid. It, it, and no no questions asked, just done. Remember that kid that they found in the trunk of that nope. abandoned car? I don't. I don't either. Right. <laughs> After hearing the allegations, school officials reported uh, reported the contact of the police. The Charlotte-Mecklenburg Police Department then conducted an investigation and resulted in charges against the male suspect for sexual battery in the connection of the incident described by the female student. But the school resolved to also conduct its own investigation and in the end concluded that there was no evidence that the crime was ever committed. So how, how And so they responded by suspending the student that filed the report. Even though shh, Wait a minute. So you're going to tell me that the police found evidence. The police the experts found evidence. Found evidence. But the school didn't. Right. And so the school decided to suspend her. And then force her to watch a video in class that's called Sexual Harassment is Preventable. Or they were asking for it. Oh, (laughs) you should stop dressing provocatively. (laughs) Don't dress like a whore. (laughs) Stop wearing makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? Make sure your dresses touch your ankles. Your pants are too tight. She shouldn't be wearing pants. She should be wearing a skirt. Well, she was wearing pants. Well, she shouldn't have been. Right. That, that explains that was, it all. That's the problem, right? That was that the was it. That right there. Your butt is too accentuated. <laughs> it shouldn't have juicy put across the tail end. And if it doesn't, it should. <laughs> <laughs> Those are pants, pumpkin, not a license plate. Go on. <laughs> The junk is in the trunk. It's definitely in that trunk. Down, chicka down, chicka down, chicka down. Wow. Mind you, that's what the administrators were saying. I know. I know. I just, I still, I'm fascinated. We don't, the, we have not seen a picture of this kid, so we. We're yeah, not, and we're she's not, on obviously underage. This is all right, joking. We're, I'm trying to lighten the mood. Yeah. Here's the deal. It, what fascinates me is the school 
the school had did their investigation. Nope, we didn't find a thing. Right. And they're going to go their route instead of the route of, well, the police who kind of, I don't know, do this for a living. Right. Do you know why I think this went this way? How much do you want to bet that this kid that she accused happens to have connections? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet you that's probably Somebody's kid, kid, some wealthy person, some donor. You must get rid of her. She is not going to make my son look like a complete and total failure. Well, your son is a complete and total failure. It doesn't matter. Oblivion flickering over there. Last one. Working on a douche move. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's yeah. Uh, something that isn't a douche move is going to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com where you can get historically great coffee guaranteed to make you swallow every single time you put it in your mouth. Mmm. It's com. Go to MadVikingBeer.com forward slash Defenders Live. Use the promo code DEFENDERS. Get you 10% off your entire order. It's fantastic stuff over there. If you need beard shampoo, you got combs, you need uh, all kinds of, of stuff. It. All of Conditioners, it. all of that jazz. Go over there, MadVikingBeard.com forward slash Defenders Live. Use the promo code DEFENDERS for 10% off. Oh, yeah. You can also go to our website, doashow.com. Mm-hmm. That's doaeshow.com, where you can find everything that is Defenders. Go get some merch, sign up to become a Defender with us, help and support us, all the rest of it. Go ahead. That's it. That's it. We'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Make sure to... Jim. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. We're on the air. I need to try it first. With Zero Sugar and refreshingly delicious, is Coca-Cola Zero Sugar the best Coke ever? Pick up a half-liter six-pack from your local giant today.